Hello and welcome back to One Short Report Podcast. This is episode 20. We are past the 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 one in the first the the first digit of a two digit number mark. Congratulations to us. <laughs> um yeah, so I'm here today to talk about video games again. Um I made a bad decision over the week. <laughs> um so I woke up one morning and I don't know why I had this thought, but I was like, what if I played the other nation missions in Final Fantasy XI? <laughs> so if you're not familiar with Final Fantasy XI, uh, the beginning of the game, you actually choose between three different nations and each of those have their own story rank one through 10. Um, they're not particularly amazing stories from what I remember. At least I did Sandoria, which is one of like the elf nations. And I would say that that rank one through 10 mission stories were not great. Maybe it's different for the other two nations. Um, but so you can go through that story. You don't have to do the other two nations. It actually was kind of a pain to do them in the past. Uh, cause you would lose a lot of stuff if you swapped over to a different nation. Uh, and then there's also another set of nation missions in the, uh, one of the exp- expansions, wings of the goddess, um, so yeah, it's just, um, I beat the game. I went through all the story, but then I was like, I, all the, all the story as like a single path. And I was like, I kind of want to see these other tales in the game because I, I was looking at some characters from Bastok and, or Bastook, however you want to pronounce it. And I have no idea who any of them are. And they, a lot of them have like unique models and things like that. I, I don't know. I felt like. I should do this. So I'm also leveling Puppet Master alongside it just to kind of get a fresh experience in general. It's nice because it's not very stressful because all this content was made like for lower levels before the game had its cap raised to 99. So it won't be hard to go through a lot of stuff. Um, or if it is hard, I always have a, a level 99 job as backup to go one shot everything. So I made that decision. It was a bad decision. <laughs> um, hopefully I don't spend too much time on it. But we'll see. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm enjoying it, though, and that's what's important. I always, <laughs> I always talk to my friend Tim, and he's always like, you just need to enjoy games sometimes. And I'm like, but I need, to, I need to think about them. I need to think about them hard. And he's like, no, just enjoy them sometimes. Like, but what if I can't think about them hard? And I'm, I mean, admittedly, I've gotten some writing out of Final Fantasy XI in recent years. I wouldn't say a lot of it's great writing, but uh, it's it's there. And I feel like I'm getting some productivity out of Final Fantasy XI to some extent it's just very hard game to write about because i am so ingrained in the 2005 to 2000 or the 2003 to 2008 culture of that game and um it's really hard to adapt uh but thankfully for this newer stuff i won't really have to adapt or anything i'll just gotta walk around and kill stuff and do missions and enjoy the story i'm starting with windurst so uh i hope i i hope i like it um and actually, let's let's just go ahead and talk about another game playing as well. Um, so I recently had I forget if it was like a promoted tweet to me or if I just happened to come across the tweet, but there's this uh, iOS and Android game called Wonder Flash, um, and it's in uh, beta right now, um, and it's like a, a puzzle game. So you basically have all these different like symbols on the screen. There's like little little like dress shoes. Um, uh, eggplants, I think, um, green beans, 
uh, like seashell things. It's you have these little little colored items, and you basically can chain these uh, these items together. And it's not like a Tetris where the stuff is falling onto the screen. You already start with the full screen of stuff, but as you clear stuff out, more stuff falls in. And you have to chain these icons by the threes. And then once you do that, um, you create a prince or a princess, and it's like some kind of folk folklore or folktale prince or princess that will appear. And um, and then you change three, chain three of those, uh, and then they'll make an even greater like screen clear um, space that they do. And and how much of the screen you clear and in what pattern depends on how you line these three different prince or princesses up, or how many you chain together. You can chain together five or something like that if you if you're really good. Um, or I wouldn't, I wouldn't say really good for that, but if you, if you're competent at the game, um, and it's just a cute little puzzle game. It's pretty simple so far. The really only different hook between the different, um, puzzles I've seen, I'm like, I'm like on like 30 out of a hundred in the beta right now. And it's just like, here are these items you have to, to remove from the, the field. So there's like these bubbles that are floating over the, the space and you have to clear out, uh, either by tapping on a th- three match on the bubble or you have to have one of the uh, princes and princesses clear out the bubble by like having them reach their clear field. Um, so you're basically destroying these bubbles and more recently there's like these little buttons that like lock panels. So you'll have in a place where you normally would have one of those little like sh- symbols, uh, a button will be there and you have to either clear out something beside it or, you know, again with the princes and princesses, if that their space overlaps those buttons it will uh you know get rid of them and you just kind of meet this criteria of you need to delete this number of sim of this symbol or like clear this many of bubbles um and there's a score system and like there's like a one to three star system although i think the one to three star might not be implemented yet because even if i did a one star i just get three stars anyways <laughs> so that might be a bug um but it's it's pretty cute um it's, it's got a very very um i'd say it's very like and the princess has a little like like little cute sprite art princesses it's not anything like realistic looking um they look like little little 16-bit characters or something like that uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's overly simple, but for being free and not having microtransactions right now, I've been enjoying it. Um, I wish that there's more to the presentation at times. It's the same music every time and, and the backgrounds are the same every time, but Hey, it's in beta. So we'll see. We'll see if I stick with it after beta as well. Uh, but it was developed by shift actually. Um, and <laughs> I keep mentioning Freedom Wars, so I'll give, I'll give a little like perspective on Freedom Wars. Uh, Freedom Wars is a game developed by, I believe, three different developers. Um, it was developed by uh, Sony Computer Entertainment Tokyo. Let me look this up. I forget their name. Uh, but one of them is Dimps, and Dimps has done like worked on Street Fighter Four and a lot of Sonic games. Um, Freedom Wars. Live research as always. Um, and then also. Uh, Sony Computer Entertainment Japan Studio. I always forget their actual name. But yeah, Sony Computer Entertainment Japan Studio also worked on uh, Freedom Wars. And then last but not least, also Shift worked on Freedom Wars. And um, the reason why they're probably the most integral out of all these uh, is that Shift worked on uh, God Eater. And Freedom Wars definitely feels like it takes after God Eater the most. Uh, God Eater is like a Monster Hunter kind of clone, but it's got a much more fast-paced style. And Freedom Wars is a Monster Hunter kind of clone as well, but it's got, you know, guns, like this grapple hook you can grapple around with. 
um and you can like break off body parts from the enemies and they can't use those anymore it's it's like you, you can like climb on the monsters and, like chainsaw their limbs off it's it's pretty interesting um i really like the game so i forgot where i was going with that but uh shift uh is the developer of this little ios android game and it has nothing to do with this game <laughs> They have nothing in common, um, but that's that's kind of why I ended up checking it out. Cause it's like, oh, Shift, I know Shift. They're 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 good guys. They make good games. God Eater's very grindy, but yeah, they make good games. Um, but it's it's kind of interesting, and this might just be more me than there actually being some kind of connection here. But it's interesting to see you know Dimps going off. And doing their own thing with uh, Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet that kind of looks like sort that kind of looks like Freedom Wars to some extent, a very poor man's Freedom Wars, but but still nonetheless kind of like Freedom Wars. Um, and then uh, Shift, who is working on Code Vein, that Namco Bandai Dark Souls kind of game, and uh, the connection's a lot harder to see there. But I do think about like how you have an AI partner in that game, and a big part of Freedom Wars was you have this separate AI partner that you can kind of customize and uh, you know take with you on your little adventures, and they help you out. And I, I sometimes wonder if the the, the partner system in Code Vein directly comes from Freedom Wars, or if someone was just like, eh, partners might be nice, and then they just happen to have also said that for the last project. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I forget if I mentioned the name of this mobile game anyways, but Wonder Flash. I always conf- always accidentally call it Wonder Flick, which is an old level 5 mobile game I never played, but wanted to. But, uh, yeah, Wonder Flash. It's free right now. You should try it out. It's cute. Um, but, you know, yeah, I'd say after, like, 30 levels, I'm starting to burn out on it, so it's something I wouldn't, like, be like, oh, man, it's amazing, but, yeah, I'm not a big mobile game fan, so when I do find stuff that I enjoy, I'm generally, generally presently surprised, um, uh, for news this week, I mean, there's Tokyo Game Show this week, and there's a lot of stuff happening around that, and I, I, could sit there and rattle off a bunch of news um i will say one thing i was very pleasantly surprised about from like the the sony press conference in specific is uh <laughs> mobile suit gundam battle operation 2 is coming out which i don't know if you've ever heard of mobile suit gundam battle operation but it's this this weird like third person shooter <laughs> but you're you not only are you in mechs, but you also can get out of the mech and, like, go out on foot. And so you have to, like, go in these bases and capture them on foot and, like, leave your mech behind. And so it's this very kind of neat dynamic between large and war, small war or scale war happening. Um, yeah, I remember when I was playing uh, last time. I don't remember if this was on video or not. I actually did a video about this game in terrible quality a while back ago. Uh, for the original PS one on PS3 that I believe might be shut down at this point, um, like you, you'd be like in the base doing stuff, and you'd have a Zaku like just walk up on the base, and they could actually see you in the base. Kind of, it was very difficult to see you, but they could. And I just had someone like firing lasers down into <laughs> into this little tiny base while I was like walking around it. It's like, oh my gosh, it's like it's just like destruction on a completely different scale from what you're currently on uh, into. Um, and then after that, he, he couldn't kill me. So he came down on foot and then we've like fought awkwardly in the, in the trenches of this base because the controls were not very good. 
but I, I hope this one uh, comes out in America. I doubt it will, but uh, it'd be nice. Uh, the last one did not come out in America. I just played it in Japanese, but hey, PlayStation 4 is not region locked, so woo, woo, we can play all you want. And it's a pretty simple game, and I think you don't need to worry too much about, you know, Japanese text. Um, I, I do like, I think I prefer all kind of mech games where the, the mechs have this very heavy and slow movement to them. Um, I think of games like Rad, um, which I still haven't played too much beyond, like, a, a friend had it, so I checked it out. Uh, that looks really cool, and and then Battle Operation, the original one. It's a lot of this, like these big heavy mobile suits, like very slowly hitting and punching each other and stuff. Um, there are Gundam games where that's not the case. Uh, there's definitely very fast-paced Gundam games, um, but I do kind of prefer that slower, more trudgy gameplay. Uh, even though this isn't a mech game, I always like to compare uh, Steel Diver to kind of one of those games. Uh, that's the Nintendo 3DS uh, sub series that came out where you're like this little sub underwater and you have a control panel that you control to um, move your sub around. But like all the controls are delayed. It's it's pretty neat. Um, and I'm not going to spend too much time on this last bit, but Nier Automata sold 2 million units, which I mean, it, look, Platinum Games, there's employees there. They got families. I'm happy for them. They made money. They can feed their families. I'm glad for that. Um, I do see a lot of conversation about near near Automata kind of coming up again, and like, what? <laughs> it's so I see on one side, you know, on and I'm, I'm very much on this side. If you've read my my article on near Automata, it's like this game doesn't represent what I feel the original near strive to be, and I'd say to some extent, Dragon Guard Three, Dragon Guard Three. Um, I never played the original Dragon Guard, so I'm a false fan. <laughs> but um, but what Near Automata ended up being, even though I didn't like it, and there are other fans that didn't like it, um, is something that is very popular, <laughs> and I can't blame Square Enix in the future if they chase that audience. But it is one of those things where it's like, this game was so out of what I wanted and it was so successful for being in that direction of just like, in my opinion, simplifying everything down and like not striving to be anything beyond like this pretty standard 3D action game with like some, I don't know if I would call them neat story elements, but like vague story elements that everyone has to sit there and pick apart, and that's why I think it gets popular. But but everyone is filling in the blanks with their own story, which is infinitely going to be better than the story that they put in them by themselves for most people. Um, and I see people being like, oh, like elitist scumbags from the near fan base who don't want people to play and enjoy like the near franchise there's nothing wrong with playing and enjoying near and i don't think there's anything wrong with playing and enjoying near automata um but i think it's a bit a bit oversimplification to say you know people don't want people to like near it's there's always this balance when you're playing games like this where it's like there's a mainstream approach you have to have to sell units and there's also a a you know, your niche niche fan base um, 
are going to want some of the more obscure or twisted elements of your game that is not generally accepted to be good um, from a larger audience. Um, I would disagree with that. Still, even in this case, I'd probably disagree with the original Nier and say that, like, I think that game is freaking fantastic. There's some questionable design towards the end in terms of, like, how you, um, you, uh, how you have to go and get all the endings. There's a lot of backtracking and a lot of very tedious kind of stuff to do. Uh, and Nier Automata is fantastic in streamlining that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't like Nier Automata and I'm not, I'm probably going to play whatever Yokotaro puts out next, but I'm, I don't have a ton of confidence that'll be what I want. And then if that's the case, I'll probably just leave from there unless, you know, something catches my eye from him. In the future but hey we haven't even seen what he's putting out next yet so i shouldn't say too soon but i also said that about near automata where i was like well i shouldn't say anything about near automata too soon and hey it was exactly what i fucking expected it to be i'm sorry i cursed <laughs> anyways we're gonna go to the um fortune cookie segment here welcome to fortune cookie land we open the cookie and we talk about it talk about a video game that comes out of that cookie i haven't played that video game I haven't played that video game. Why in the world are these under... I have unplayed check, so I don't know why. I don't... I don't want to talk about Yoshi for the NES. Should I talk about Yoshi for the NES? There's not really anything to say. I wonder if I wrote an article about Yoshi for the NES at any point. It's just, like, the most basic puzzle game. You Like, you, you put the eggshells down, and you put stuff in the eggshells, and then you close the eggshell and get points. Like... I don't really know what to say about Yoshi. I'm going to pull one more time and see if it's something that's better. If not, yeah, I guess we'll just talk about Yoshi. I mean, I, I really feel like I just said everything there is to say about that game. It's just, it's strange that Nintendo continues to put that game out because it's not very good in my opinion. I'd be curious to see uh, the fan who, who, who could legitimately you know defend that game without saying you know well for its time this this and this you know i'm not gonna say there's no place for an argument like that but i do wonder sometimes like and i i'm i'm guilty of going both ways on this but sometimes it's sometimes a game being good when it was old doesn't necessarily mean it's a game being good now but there is definitely a level of appreciation that you need to have for that kind of stuff of like, well, it did this at this time, but then when you look at it today, I don't think you can continue to defend it because it did this at this time as something you should, you know, play and enjoy unless you're actually looking at it for like some kind of scholarly experience or something like that. I don't, which I don't even know why you'd ever need to play Yoshi other than just you have it and Nintendo continues to give it. So... I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of nostalgia around the title that I don't know about. I, I had it for the NES, actually. I bought it because it was super cheap when I was a kid. And I was like, I want NES games. And I think I might still have it, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, I just don't... I don't care about Yoshi for NES. The only... This is going to be a bad opinion to say. The only Yoshi game that I truly love is Yoshi Touch and Go for the Nintendo DS. <laughs> Which I think making this argument is a bad idea. <laughs> but, like, I've played Yoshi Island on GBA, and I'm just like, this game's okay. It's got some interesting ideas in Yoshi Island, but, um, but Yoshi Touch and Go, that's, that's the Yoshi game for me. Fantastic music, too, so...
But, uh, yeah. Those two games are for another day, though. Another fortune cookie day. So, this is the end of episode 20, World Control Report Podcast. Thank you all very much for coming. Um, I put out a video for Zelda Breath of the Wild this week with also unpopular opinions, so you should go watch that and then make fun of me because I say it's the first open world Zelda game, apparently, someone said. And I'm like, well, it's not wrong. <laughs> I would say it's the first modern open world Zelda game, obviously. Um, since, you know, if you, to, if you want to go back into open world Zelda games, you have to go all the way back to the first one. I don't know about Zelda 2. I think Zelda 2 is more linear, but I could be wrong. Anyways, you have to go back to the NES for that stuff. And I, the only person I know who's probably the same between those teams is Miyamoto. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure there's probably, like, two or three other people, but, like, I don't know what extent they have on, like, influence on Breath of the Wild and things like that, so. But, yeah, so that's going to be it for this week. Thank you guys all very much. I hope you have a great week. Goodbye.